0: Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Today, I am with a very special guest. Corey is in LA filming right now, so i this is an adventure for me. I'm not sure if this is going to sound okay. I think... Thanks, Jude. He has confidence in me. Um, I think it'll be okay, so let's just dive right in. Welcome to the Husband & Wife podcast. I, As I mentioned, I'm with a very special guest. She is a DIY queen. She's a beautiful choreographer, dancer, teacher. She's a delicious baker, an amazing mother of two, wife to a talented photographer, and my dancing soulmate, Amy. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think that's exactly
1: <laughs> how you should have described me to so literally everybody, everybody. You, met, you meet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I'm meeting my friend. She's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, yes, my beautiful friend Amy is here. She's visiting. She lives in California, and she's visiting me right now. And it has been a very quick weekend, but a very wonderful weekend. And true. I asked her a couple weeks ago, like, hey, we can podcast together. And she was like, ha ha, (laughs) no. Yeah. And so I asked again nicely and was like, it's okay if you don't want to, but it'll be fun. We're just talking. You're so good at just
1: putting seeds of motivation inside. (laughs) Be like, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. But it's true. (laughs) Fine, Alex. I'll do it.
0: (laughs) At one point she said, I'll just be the pen. Teller to your pen. pen. Yes. (laughs) I never know which one is which. (laughs) Um, So, how did we meet each other? Oh, it's it's a magical story. It is a magical story. It's
1: the most magical story I think I have of all of my close friends, meet-cutes. It was a meet-cute. Oh. <laughs> really, a movie should be made about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, starts in college. Mm-hmm. We were going to Cal State Fullerton together. We had just transferred in. Yes, both, both of us. us. Yeah. <sighs> we're so alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. And we were taking an improv class. Mm-hmm. Which we both had, we were pretty confident in, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I should also say, we transferred in and we were, I mean, you're a couple of years older, but we were in our... Oh, for sure. We 20, were, yeah, or, you were right? like, what,
1: three three years
0: older, four years older? Than most of them. most of like them, we, we and were I was with like a people good... People were 18.
1: Seven years older, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were
0: in a room with 18-year-olds. Right. And we had, yeah. We had right. a lot more experience than just high school dance. Exactly.
1: But at this point, we hadn't really met. We no. hadn't connected. We hadn't really talked. We no. were just classmates. Yeah. You could have been a complete... Be it, Can I curse? I don't...
0: Yeah. Oh, go, uh, yeah? Yeah. Curse away, girl. Say whatever okay. the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: All right. It's on.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. You could have been anybody at yeah. that moment. You yeah. could have been just like the rest of them. That's very um, true. But we, and this particular improv class was not just that's okay. Um, composition-based. This wasn't just tasks mm-hmm. and movement and, oh, let's just move today. Yeah. This particular teacher was therapeutic-based. Yeah. Like, if you didn't end up crying at the end of each
0: I'm class, sure. it, it was a disappointment yeah. for her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if she didn't bring up some deep, dark <laughs> issue that you had been carrying for 22 years, it was an issue. Yeah. Um. So, but this one exercise, she had turned off all the lights, mm-hmm. blindfolded us, everybody, everybody, not just partners, yeah, blindfolded everybody. She was the only one who could see. Yeah, in the room of, did we have 12? an accompanist? No, no, that one we had just recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gave us cues, to move around the room, mm-hmm. move to the outside of the room, yada yada yeah. yada, and we ended up finding each other. Yeah. And I do remember that we found each other the first time. And I think we both in our heads were like, okay, we've spent enough time with this person. Maybe I should like Move. spread the wealth. Yeah. Like <laughs> people should really experience me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we both moved on, but then we came back to each other. And then we spent the rest of the class with each other. Yeah. Totally blindfolded.
0: I actually had a feeling it was you. I, I I had a feeling it was you too just because I knew that the people in the stu- in the class like didn't have a lot of like partnering experience or have at least comfort touching right. each other and it's not like this teacher was saying um like go find someone and like flip them upside down right. it was just like just if you feel someone like maybe give them a little like soft nudge right. or like a push or like gentle explore them yeah, yeah. but because of the stuff we were doing like we were flipping each other upside down and like I knew I was like for sure this has to be Amy because I have no idea who else this could be picking each other up yeah 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 and we ended up
1: taking our blindfolds off and from that moment on it was like I it was like the music started (laughs) the heart filter came over the lens (laughs) And we were meant to be. That's why we. That's why we call each other a dancing soulmate yeah. because it was love at first dance, not love at first sight. <laughs> yeah,
0: because we couldn't see each other. No, yeah. our souls saw each other that day. <laughs> that they did. That they did. Yeah, and it's uh, been the rest is history. Oh, happily ever after. It's <laughs> yes. a literal fairy tale over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so she's um here visiting me right now and um we're obviously going to talk about dance, but I think um you can exchange take out the word dance and insert any other artist and I think or passion like this would can be applicable For to sure. to everybody here. Um I
1: mean, I do that with other people. When people are talking to me about their passions and their mm-hmm. line of work, I always yeah. just insert dance. Maybe I'm a narcissist. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I always no, do that it's with other people. Yeah, about.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, but we're gonna start off as usual with Wednesday wisdom, uh, both giving us a little tip of what we're into right now. And Amy is the, as I mentioned, DIY queen, so I think she has something <laughs> great for you guys. Um, But today my Wednesday wisdom tip I wrote a blog post about this That we'll be releasing this week And I removed one word From my vocabulary recently And it has been life changing And that word is should And I know that we're Probably going to reference this Throughout the podcast today And we've definitely been talking about it a lot Um, This weekend Jude you can't do this dude Sorry you, you can't I gotta get the spray bottle
1: Dude, you really shouldn't be doing this. You that. shouldn't
0: <laughs> it. I sprayed him like seven times and he's still going to run. <laughs> Worth it! <laughs> um, I know that a while ago I was struggling a lot and we would have a lot of great conversations, which is another reason why I wanted you on this podcast, because you have so much wisdom. Um, but really learning, you have to be on your own path and... Should has, I feel like for me, has a negative connotation to it. Like, I should be doing X amount of dance classes a week because I want to be like blah, blah, blah. Or mm-hmm. I should be posting a certain way or should be blogging a certain way or I should be exercising or I should be a little... Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Don't compare yourself. I feel like that's what it really is. This should has this like connotation of com- comparison and you don't oh, yeah. you don't need to do that. Just... Right.
1: You're talking about a rule that you've given yourself based on yeah what you're seeing everybody else do.
0: Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So it has been really, really refreshing. And it definitely took me a long time to, like a couple weeks or a month, to really catch myself and change my thoughts. Like, oh, maybe I should go to the gym today. no. Nope. Do I want to go to the gym today? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I would like to go to the gym today. What would I like to work on today? Uh Or maybe, no, I would like to get exercise in a different form. I don't want to go to the gym today. Right. And it's really helped me think about what I want and what I want in my life and how I want to do that. Um, It's been very liberating for me.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah.
1: It's coming from somebody who literally says should (laughs) every day.
0: I think it's a process. I think everybody, I think a lot of people will will agree with this. Is that yeah, I do say should mm-hmm. like start listening for it in your in your vocabulary oh and see, see how long it comes, how much it comes up, and yeah. Shouldn't say should. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you can. <laughs> uh, what's your That's Wednesday wisdom tip for us? Um, well, I am.
1: I don't know if you'd call me beauty obsessed, but <laughs> I do, like, I do put, I do focus on what my facial skin is doing. Yeah. I have a lot of things that, um, a lot of responsibilities that weigh and make me look tired and, uh, dry out my facial skin. So yeah, been, you have I do two children
0: under the age of, well, soon to be
1: four. Four, but. yeah. <laughs> um... And so I I do a lot of DIY, like moisturizing mm-hmm. and doing all natural things
0: just to make... She has this beautiful... wall. Do you still have your little like wall garden or did you change it? No, I still have it. Yeah. Beautiful wall garden that's made from a palette. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like about every single herb you could possibly think <laughs> of. And when Corey and I were visiting them last October... Corey, as he said, was growing a twin. He was just getting like a really big blemish. <laughs> and she was like, here, do this. And she like whipped up this little mask for him. Concoction. Yeah, you have so many great I love concoctions. Him.
1: Yeah, I like them. They work for me and they make me feel young and not so tired Yuck. and monstery. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I've really gotten into is taking the bentonite clay <laughs> or the Amazonian clay that you can mm-hmm. get on Amazon or at, I think they have it at Whole Foods too. Yeah. I think that's where I got mine. Um, and using DIY, na- all natural um, ingredients that people typically use on their face on parts of my body that are feeling pain. So I'll, I'll yeah. mix up a bentonite clay Um And do you know, what mask. are the
0: benefits of bentonite clay? Well, it draws
1: out toxins. Okay. It um, alleviates um, inflammation. Inflammation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, brings blood circulation to the area. Oh. So you'll put, like, especially with the Amazonian clay, you'll feel yeah. your pulse in the area Whoa. around and where the clay is. And people put that is. on their face? And people put it on their face, yeah. Wow. So usually it's just to give more blood circulation, mm-hmm. speed up the healing process for facial t- tissue. Uh-huh. Um, but I started, I was reading something about um, old uh, ancient African uh, beauty concepts and healing concepts. Mm -hmm. And, um, and one of them was using clay on swollen areas. Yeah. So I was taking this Amazonian clay and I was adding topical things and I add turmeric or I'll add peppermint oil, um, things that I know agitate the skin and um, turmeric is a huge anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I take I basically do a mask for my ankles if my ankles are swollen or if my feet are really sore, I'll put a mask on my feet 20 minutes. Um, and when I wash it off, they feel like brand new. It feels like I've given my, my feet or my ankles, or I even put it on my shoulder sometimes if my shoulder is really tense.
0: That's so cool. Um,
1: and it feels uh, like I've given that part of my body a yeah. nice little,
0: <laughs> yeah, some love. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I saw someone, I can't remember who it was, I follow someone on Instagram who was doing a clay mask for their armpits.
1: Yeah, to detox yeah. your armpits,
0: yeah. And I thought that that was like such a brilliant idea mm-hmm. and I never thought to, to do that. Yeah. So smart. I okay. know I,
1: I do want to do another round of that. I've been doing that. And I just bought that natural deodorant too. I yeah. should do a round of detox. Yeah, yeah cuz all of that the aluminum that's mm-hmm. in the deodorant, they get it's yeah. to get stuck in your pores. Yeah. And you end up your glands those... end up producing more scent yeah. and more sweat because you have all that stuff in clogged in your pores. Yeah. Um so by the time like you actually do need deodorant yeah. <laughs> because you're using deodorant. Yeah. Um, but if you detox the pores out, draw out some of the toxins that your deodorant is leaving behind, your glands won't work so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I love that. I know. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, let's dive right in. <laughs> I never know, and I'm sure over time practice makes not perfect, but practice makes better. Um, I never, I <laughs> yeah. n- never know how, yeah. to, how to segue. I'm always like, great, period. <laughs> Next paragraph. Let's change of subject. <laughs> yeah. What's
1: like in Alice in Wonderland? They um, them at the mad tea party. And subject
0: change. Oh, and that's how they change. Oh their my subject. gosh! I I feel like we need to have like a an insert of <gasps> yeah, like an audio clip. You of really subject should. Change. It should
1: be fun. Oh you gosh. should get that
0: clip from Alice in Wonderland. I I'm gonna look into it. By the I I mean <laughs> Corey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> delegate yeah, it's fine I'll, 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 I'll totally do that uh, <laughs> um okay anywho subject <laughs> change <laughs> so one of the fascinating things that I love about you is you as I mentioned ha- are very talented at many different things and have explored many different passions and things in your life so right now you are a adjunct yep. faculty member mm-hmm, at part-time. Cal State Fullerton part-time yep but before that you did a lot of different things can you kind of talk a little bit about your story that led you to, we'll just say the BFA program and then we can talk a little bit more about
1: later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I I started, let's just go back to high school. Yeah. If we go any further than that, we'll get lost. (laughs) Um, So I started dancing again because, you know, as a little kid, you always like dabble at the studio, right? I started dancing again as a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. I, auditioned and made the dance team. And I had a dance h- team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um and I had a love hate relationship with it. Mm-hmm. I loved what I was doing, but I hated the people that I was on the team with. Mm-hmm. In particular like a group of people, well, you know. High school girls. Are exactly. Bitches, <laughs> <so> that- <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> there was that. this this idea in my head that Oh, if this is what the dance world is like, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> and of course, that says more about like me in high school. Like, Of course, this is what the dance world is like. Yeah. High school dance team is exactly reflective <laughs> of what's going on in the dance world right now. Um, but I... So I started looking for other things to do. Yes, I enjoy dance, but I hated the people that yeah. I was dancing with. So it sort of drained me. Uh-huh. So I went to culinary school after that. So cool. About two years. Um and I felt the same way about that. Like I liked <laughs> I liked it. I li- I love cooking. I love yeah. I love baking. Yes, you
0: do. Um
1: but it's so competitive and the people that you work with are so ego driven. Yeah. And um, you are,
0: you're too nice to be a chef.
1: I feel like that too. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like
0: that's exactly how I would
1: put that. (laughs) Yeah. I, I didn't like the people that I was like, they were fine one-on-one, but as soon as you got in the kitchen, it just wasn't the environment that I wanted to be cooking in. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't for me. What culinary school was it? It was the art Institute. Okay. Yeah and um so after that i went i went to just a community college to try mm-hmm. to figure out what i wanted to do and in that i took another dance class mm-hmm. and that's where i was like okay i think this is what <laughs> i want to do because i love it mm-hmm. um so i looked up programs across the country and i found this little college dean college in massachusetts and i went there uh for uh, I was on the BA track, but I ended up getting my AA because I didn't know that it wasn't a nationally recognized program. Oh, so I don't even know if you know this. I don't, think but I that's know why that. I went back to the Cal State Fullerton.
0: Oh, it's because yeah, I, I just, was I guess finishing I just thought,
1: like the BA you degree. Wanted a different scene. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that too. I wouldn't put that past me. <laughs> um, but uh, they aren't a nationally recognized dance program. Not saying anything about their program is perfectly fine. I learned a lot, but, um, it doesn't count unless you're in Massachusetts. So all of the, all of the credits that I was getting there wouldn't have been able to transfer. So at the time I was going, uh, I was applying to Cal State Fullerton. I had come back, worked around. That's when I got an agent in Hollywood. Um, but, I applied to get my teacher's certification. They're like, you don't have your BA. <laughs> yeah, you, you have
0: jack squat. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. None of this transfers. Oh, gosh. You have to go back and get
0: an, a degree that matters. As someone who went to three colleges and took them <laughs> six years to graduate yeah. and have had many classes not transfer, like I can't imagine having like almost an entire degree Yeah. not transfer. I know. It was very annoying. That sucks. <sighs> Jude. Hey, Jude. Okay, you can sit here. As long as you be. Oh, you know he's quiet. not gonna sit there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll sit here. I'll scratch my face if, here. If you mean sitting, maybe if I be really still, they won't notice <laughs> that I'm here. By
1: rubbing on everything. Okay, continue. Um, so, so that's how I ended up at Cal State Fullerton. Now, yeah. between that time, I worked, um, I worked a bunch of random teaching jobs and yeah. taught at studios and. Um, I got an agent in Hollywood for a year, which was not my vibe.
0: I had to spray Jude and get him (laughs) off the table. Yeah, getting an agent in Hollywood was not your vibe.
1: (laughs) Not my vibe at all. Um, But I did always know that I wanted to teach. So performance in general has never been my scene. Yeah. I... Um, I always, I never felt at home there, and I always heard people say things like, I just feel like home, like when I step on that stage, I'm there, I'm back, like that's my, that's everything to me, and I never felt like that, the stage was just a, a, an extension of the studio. Yeah. Am I being too loud?
0: No, 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 you're good.
1: Okay. Uh, So... I did always have in my mind that I wanted to be a teacher. So Mm -hmm. I always kept my teaching gigs. Yeah. Um, I always went to teachers workshops. I always did freelance choreography. Mm -hmm. And then because people were telling me, uh, (laughs) bragging warning, uh, that I was so good (laughs) um, that you I, got into your head, like maybe like I should. maybe do I should. This I mean, this is thing. what people do, right? They yeah. study dance to perform this it. So why not? Yeah, exactly. This is what they should do. Yeah, exactly. What dancers <gasps> should do. Oh, Alex. <laughs> this is the perfect. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Uh, this is the universe telling you that this is a truth. <laughs> um, so I, I always went after performance gigs. But I feel like my energy was never the right energy for the room. There was yeah. always this tinge of, I don't want to be here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember. So we were roommates for half of half of the year of, our, of me being at Cal State yeah. Fullerton. And I remember you going into rehearsals and, like, coming home and being, like, <laughs> and, like, venting <laughs> and, like, enjoying the dancing part of it. And, of course, like, moving, but just, like, Oh, this person was frustrating, or and I think also because you were much older than not mm-hmm. much because you were working with older students at the time. Right? But you were still older than everyone in in the room, and yeah. um, feeling like I don't know if this is for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah I've always felt like that. Even performing special projects or being with people that were my age, I just never I never felt like that's where my joy yeah was. Yeah. My joy was in the studio. My joy is with the theory of dance, mm-hmm. um, the anatomy, the, yes. the the really the practical. Like let's get down and gritty to the philosophy yeah. of dance, please. Yes. Um, but the performance aspect not so much. And they put me in sexy pussycat doll <laughs> type. Like that was my type. So every audition I was when going you were on, when I was when in Hollywood, Jane. yeah. Mm-hmm. So every audition I was going to you had to be in and I'm naked. Not joking basically <laughs> naked. People weren't even wearing dance attire. They, they were, were wearing, wearing bras. Victoria's Secret bras yeah. that they had bedazzled. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I of and I would show up because <laughs> I'm a serious artist <laughs> in a sports bra yeah. and and tights and shorts. Yeah. Cuz that's literally as skimpy as I will get. Yeah. I cannot do bras. Yeah. Um, And and I was almost always taller than everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'd walk into an audition in my sports bra when everybody had a full face of makeup on, hair hair sprayed to the heavens, um, and showing as much boob without the nipple as possible. Yeah. And I would walk in three inches taller (laughs) in my sports bra and be like, I'm not getting this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the very shit. first real audition I did, I was still in school and I went to audition for Cirque du Soleil because that was like my obsession oh, yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And so flew out to Vegas, did that. And I also was like, okay, like I know that they, like they do, it's not like I'm going for, um, oh gosh, what's, what's the Cirque du Soleil one that's like, basically a strip show oh uh Uh, zoom yeah Mm -hmm. I'm not auditioning for that but I think Cirque du Soleil dancers do wear like a little bit less clothing than most so I had like a sports bra and I think shorts or pants or like capris or something planned and um they were it was right before they were opening a club and it it wasn't a strip club but it was like an entertainment club and so they were hiring dancers for like platforms or go-go like not, yeah go yeah. dance is perfect yeah. um and i yeah i'm like there in my sports bra and of course like i'm i look about 7 years younger than i actually am and <laughs> right, that's being right. generous <laughs> um and there are women in like push up bedazzled bras like all kinds of makeup on and like hair done and i'm thinking yeah well, this, this will be fun, but yeah, I, I ain't getting this. <laughs> this is.
1: As you slowly back away yeah. from the group okay. and the door shuts behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And so after, after that, um, experience and I only lasted a year and even my agent, I asked to be let out of my contract and my oh. agent was like, yep, sure. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> so, <yeah>. That's Okay. <laughs> Um, so I, that's when I started looking for other options and I was looking more towards the teacher end of it and I was going to, um, get my degree finished at Cal State Fullerton and I had more opportunities there to perform, but even there, you know, I, I was enjoying more of my theory classes than I was the actual rehearsals Yeah, and every intensive I went to every, uh, acquaintance that I had that was in a professional company, they'd tell me about their their life, like their touring life. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going to Parsons Intensive, like mm-hmm. the the month after I graduated. Parsons Kel is State. a dance company, a professional dance company that's based in New York. Yes, Um, and I was talking with some of the professional dancers there. They're in America, like maybe. A month out of the year, mm, they yeah. tour internationally most of the year. Yeah, and the other people that were listening to this were so in awe. Oh, that sounds so great! That sounds so That's- great. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "Oh God, you poor no, people!" Thank yeah. You. <laughs> so I, I just, I think from that moment, I was like, "That's this is not." me this is not my lifestyle as much as other people might want this for me as much as people tell me I should perform I just can't so I after I graduated um, Cal State Fullerton and I took a couple months to do intensives and all that but after that I put everything all of my feet into (laughs) the the teaching realm yeah um and I've loved it I haven't regretted it at all. There are yeah. moments where I'm like, oh, I would love to do that show, but yeah. it's really more about that show. Yeah. It's not really about the lifestyle of being a performer. Yeah, um, I would. I would love to watch that show. I would love to watch Chicago. I would love yeah. to be a rehearsal director in Chicago <laughs> of Chicago the musical. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be a performer. I'd. Lo- I love to be a teacher, and I think it comes from. This thing that I've always had of wanting to share. Yeah. Uh, as much as I don't like talking publicly, yeah. you know how much I love to talk.
0: Oh, you! And that's one All of the, the things time. I admire about you is you're very thirsty for knowledge, and you were always, yeah, look up everything, Absorbent. like hours at the computer, watching, Research. reading, learning, oh, so and good. when you get on your. <laughs> My tangent train. Ta- not necessarily tangent, but when you're really inspired by something, you, you have a lot of knowledge about it because you've done all the research and you're blah, 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 like, let me just tell you everything let because I you. know everything yeah. about this. You're going to love this because I love it. Which is why I wanted you on the podcast. And then for you to say, I don't like talking. like, mm, that is some BS. Says, says the, the college professor. Yeah. I hate talking. <laughs> Yeah, but you are very, very great at researching, and you do love researching and talking about theory and anatomy oh, I and love and all the anatomy. Things, oh, anatomy! All the things, anatomy. and you're a very. Um, you have a lot of great views about how a college dance program should be, and I think that Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't spill your secrets. <laughs> They'll <Don't> fire me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. Um, Whenever you get hired as full time and are able to have more of a say, like that program is going to be very lucky to have I you. Hope because
1: so. I really hope that all of my ideas aren't the worst possible thing <laughs> for a college program. And as soon as they're
0: implemented, no, no more program for that college. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody wants not. to be in it. <laughs> definitely not. Um, but even though, I mean, for a lot of so for anyone listening who doesn't know too much about the dance world, if you want to be successful financially performance isn't necessarily the no. route for you it's really teaching or being like a freelance choreographer yeah. or m- maybe if you you know get hired as artistic director of artistic Alvin director Ailey or something or
1: even, you know physical therapists or costuming or you know something yeah. that's related to the performance aspect yeah that's not the performance aspect
0: exactly <laughs> um but i think a lot of people value a lot of dancers value having a college teaching job because mm-hmm. it pays well and it's consistent um, and it's consistent yeah. so in a sense you're very fortunate that oh, you have it, so have that job lucky, yeah. but at the same time you're still adjunct you're still part time mm-hmm. so there is still a little bit of freelance
1: involvement oh, for sure. so yeah.
0: what do you and this is a this is the part where you know if you take out the word dance and insert actor or artist or even blogger or mm-hmm. comedian like anything can be trading in for dancer. But what do you feel like um, it is to be an artist and a freelancer? I think the very first thing,
1: and I've talked to this with uh, about this word with a few different people, mm-hmm. and. I think that you have to be obsessed with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: really... No matter what you're doing, if you want to be good at it, <laughs> you need to be obsessed. Yeah. And I think it really goes for any performer, too. You, you need to eat. You need <sighs> to breathe. You need to sleep this. You need to wake up thinking about it. Yeah. Everything... I, I know when I was a student and even as a teacher, everything I do, I think about all day long mm-hmm. and oh, that lecture was good, but I bet if I did it this way, it would be better. Now, mm-hmm. what needs to change in order for that need mm-hmm. for that to be better yeah. or communicated better? Yeah. Um, Now I know my leg can get high, (laughs) (laughs) I'm flexible, but what can make me strong and flexible? Mm -hmm. What can make my flexibility consistent? Yeah. Uh, What can make it usable? Yeah. And, and you research and you're like, okay, great. So these are all of the different muscles that I need to utilize for this flexible move. Yeah what am I strong enough should I go to the gym do I need to release what do I need to do I think it you have to be really knowledgeable and yeah yeah. obsessed with learning about it obsessed with doing it yeah um and so that's the first thing that I tell people Mm -hmm. um what do I and I've had you know freshmen come up to me asking about you know what do I, how Advice. do I, how am I going to be successful in yeah. this? Look at all of these other beautiful, skinny, you mm. know, people that have beautiful voices yeah. and I've never done this before.
0: Yeah.
1: How can I possibly be successful?
0: Yeah.
1: And it's that, that, you know, that, uh, idiom, um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I think that's that has to do with this obsession with your craft. Totally,
0: there are very very talented people that don't make it very far because you you can see passion. Yeah, especially in dance. And yeah, they quit because they're like, man, well, yeah,
1: they can't make it past the first twenty five nos. Yeah, because everybody has been telling them yes for their entire Entire life. life. Yeah, people are are. Giving them praise from mm-hmm. 15 to 21 until they yeah. graduate from college, and then they get out in the real world and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, because you, you go
0: to the audition and there's six other people that look exactly like exactly. you, exactly, yeah. And if you're more, if someone's more passionate than you, yeah, I'm gonna, Oof, I'm gonna choose the most mm-hmm. passionate one because that's who I'm looking at. Exactly,
1: yeah. yeah. Whether or not they can do the move. Exactly how I wanted it, or exactly how you can do it, Mm -hmm. even if they don't do it as well. I've been to so many auditions where I got cut before somebody else, and I had been looking at, going, "Oh, why is she here?" And I get cut before her, and I'm like, "I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it." Yeah. Um, Now that was a younger me. I would never (laughs) go into an audition being that judgmental now, but um, I I just think that. That passion, yeah, the want to be there, not the want for praise or acknowledgement, or I need I need my teacher to tell me I'm good, yeah, not that kind of obsession, just for just yourself, for yourself, yeah, to be obsessed with the work, yeah, I think that's first and foremost, and that takes you into so many other um, aspects of your job. That means yeah. you're going to do the research that it yeah. takes to get better. That means you're going to learn. Um, the things that you need to learn mm-hmm. in order to get better and it might take you to different intensives and workshops and classes that you normally wouldn't take if you were just sort of riding on your talent
0: uh <laughs> Jude's just sitting on the floor staring like can I jump up there if I'm he's just interested if he starts to jump just like throw your <laughs> hand out <laughs> block him block, block him. him sorry I interrupted you uh, but it
1: it take that obsession if you're obsessed with it it takes you into the other aspects of your job that need to be yeah, done totally it'll get you into the gym if you need to go to the gym yeah. it'll get you into researching the parts of you that are weak it'll get you into a physical therapist if you're having pain somewhere yeah um, but it starts with an obsession yeah it's not a hobby it yeah it has to be an obsession yeah
0: Corey and I have had this con- conversation before with each other and also I talk to people about this who are like Oh, I have, you know, people who are in a 9 to 5 job. People who are in a 9 to 5 job who want to change and maybe pursue their own business or pursue a blog or, or a passion of theirs. And it's it really is like if you can if you wake up and think about this all the time <laughs> and you and you can really like that's that that's like your consuming thought all the mm-hmm. time is you shouldn't be in a job that you hate. You should be passionate about it. And um, this is something that' I'm gonna kind of segue it real quick. Something that you and I were talking about the other day is, you know, oh, if I find so- what's what's the saying? If you oh,
1: if you uh, find something you love, love you'll, you'll never, never work a, work a t- day in, in your life.
0: life. Blah 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 <laughs> blah. Yeah, <laughs> whatever <laughs>
1: that means. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but it's still, and I I. I do feel that way and like, like I mentioned to you the other day is I there are times where sure, I wake up and think, bah, I don't want to go coach or bah, <laughs> I don't want to go cook. But it's not that I don't want to go cook or it's not uh-huh. that I don't want to go coach. It's I just don't want to do anything. Right. And it's, it is tricky when you turn your passion into work because it does shift a little bit uh-huh. and you're not able to and I think that's what's challenging as an artist and especially as a freelancer. It's challenging to find... The passion still mm. when it does become work, and you're like, well, right. and differentiate I ha- when I you're have, tired. Yeah, yeah, I might have to, you know, take on extra classes, or maybe I have to mm-hmm. pick up classes that I'm not really, really passionate about. Right. But it still is in my field, and it's going to build me to mm-hmm. a place that I want to get to eventually. Right. So it is challenging being an artist, and f- when it when the switch happens between this is my passion and right. to, whoa, this is my job. Right. Yeah,
1: it's hard to make the differentiation between the two, especially if you have a job that's not a part of your your artistry or your passion project. It's hard to step out of that and go find a new job that maybe is connected to your passion project or connected Mm -hmm. to the the subject that you'd rather be working in. Yeah, It's hard to lose that consistency and paycheck to go find another job Mm -hmm. that might help you a little bit more. Yeah. But it is, it is hard because I think the differentiation becomes I'm tired Mm -hmm. and I'm so sick of hearing the word no. (laughs) And I feel like a failure and this isn't going the way I think it should be. Mm -hmm. A ding, ding, ding. (laughs) There should be prizes at the end of this. (laughs) Um, and, and then, know that that has nothing to do with the actual uh, art. Mm-hmm. Your passion is still there.
0: Yeah. You still
1: want to do this. If you wake up thinking about it, yeah. you still want to do it. Yeah. If you wake up thinking, why am I still here? I need to
0: move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then maybe it's then, not for you. Yeah,
0: maybe it's time to change something and yeah. try something new.
1: But if you do wake up thinking about it, all the time, even when you're tired and hating life and all of that, then I think you should, you should stick with it. You shouldn't be so quick to quit. Yeah. And I think that is where it, it's the difference um, of loving what you do and hating what you do Yeah. is loving what you do makes it so much harder to actually quit. Yeah. You will come back to it always. Yeah. Even if you take a year Mm-hmm. to like think about what you're doing. Yeah. But if you hate it, you can quit it and you can walk away and you'll never think of it again. Yeah. So I think that's where loving what you do really makes a difference in in how how the persistence. Yeah. Your your persistence in making this work. Yeah. Whereas I I know people who hate it and can leave it and they never think about dance or theater or whatever. They're perfectly happy happy doing their insurance job or whatever. Yeah. And so that's, that's how great. you know that yeah. dance was not your passion. Yeah, that wasn't your thing.
0: I yeah. remember in undergrad, I would take class with people, and and or I would talk to people in between classes, and they were they would talk about finding excuses to not go to class, <laughs> yeah. or they would ask their teacher the teacher to like sit out, or right. they wouldn't opt to take the extra class. Um, and I remembered thinking, well why are you a dance major if you don't want to take class like sure I get it you wake up and you're tired and you don't want to move right but if you're doing this all the time why are you a dance major and especially for me who would always register for extra classes like Mm -hmm. I don't need to take two modern classes in a semester right but I want to move, so I'm going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> or I don't I, I don't need to take any more of X credits because I've hit them all, but I want to keep learning, so I'm going to keep doing it. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You can kind of see when you're in college. You can see who's going to continue in this mm-hmm. route and who's going to do something different. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, and as I mentioned before, you are married to a very talented photographer. Yes. He took Corey yeah. and I's wedding photos. Um, and Amy did my makeup and about every single DIY project I asked her to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> At one point I said, are, are you sure this isn't too much for you? I mean, you were probably doing all of these things and Jackson was, her youngest son was not even a year. That's true. And she, yeah, no, that's true. I got true. it. I got it. She, she did about <laughs> it's it. It's fine. <laughs> she did. She did about everything for our wedding. Um, but uh, you and you and your husband Jordan and Corey yeah. and I have a very similar dynamic in the fact. One, that you and I are both dancers, and two, he's a photographer and Corey's a videographer or a cinematographer, however he wants to. (laughs)
1: Whatever he is this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever he wants me to call it. He's probably rolling his eyes right now listening to this. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Corey, I love you. (laughs) Um, But let's talk quickly about, or we can drag it out. It's fine with me. I love the drag out. about what it's like to be in a partnership where both people are freelancers because that is challenging it is very challenging especially i can't even imagine when you have two kids i mean that's probably one of the main reasons why Corey and i haven't even talked about what we've (laughs) talked about obviously but like, haven't (laughs) even thought about starting having kids because it's like well we're still struggling how to take care of ourselves Mm. let alone another human like i don't know if we're ready for that
1: (laughs) well that's it it's I think the biggest con is the inconsistency in income. Mm -hmm. Is even you can't really plan. No, you
0: can't control. No, No. you can try to. Totally, you can hypothesize. Yeah, and you (laughs) You can can give an educated guess. Yeah, and and you can reach out to as many clients as you can. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, I mean, it's a little different for me in a sense. Like I could have my whole week booked, and then. You know, a client cancels or a client reschedules, and then that totally just whoosh, turns exactly. my schedule upside down. Or
1: exactly, yeah, yeah. And you don't—that's always a factor. Always, even if Jordan has had um, clients who have paid a deposit and mm. uh, and has you know the other half to pay, and the day before the shoot cancels.
0: That must be so frustrating. Yeah.
1: So you never know, even if you book an entire month of shoots, you never know if all of those people are going to go away, if half of those people are going to go away, if they're all going to pay their invoice on time. Yeah. That's, that's another thing is that there's no actual consequence for it. Yeah. Besides them not getting their photos.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But they could take. 30 days to pay their invoice. They could take a yeah. year to pay their invoice. Does
0: he have a contract for his clients? Yeah. Okay.
1: So as long uh, as long as he, he has solidified it a little bit more since the beginning. So I yeah. think now for a lot of his shoots, you have to pay before the first shoot. Oh, that's great. Um, but, you know, sometimes if he's doing corporate things or things for theaters, production yeah. photos, they pay after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know when they're going to pay. It could be a three-week process. It could be a two-week process. So you can't really plan on, oh, great, I have $5,000 this month. Well, you really only have $2,000 in your bank account, and that's the only thing you can count on until that other $3,000 gets in there. So you can't really plan. So I think that's the major negative is that either one of us is, and I'm really lucky to have this Cal State Fullerton job because it is consistent income. Yeah. But on top oh, of that,
0: I forgot to put in my intro: um, company director, rehearsal director, artistic director, all of the things <laughs> director for dance uh, dance company. Damn that's it. all right. Amy that's has right. her own dance company. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <Continue. laughs> but that's that's a great thing about having a job um, at a university. Yeah. Or any state, you know college, you you have consistent income that you can count on. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me feel a little obligated to keep my job.
0: Oh, I'm sure you have I so much pressure. I feel so
1: much pressure to not get fired, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, and Jordan does the best he can at making sure that he has enough jobs, but he can't always count on mm-hmm. everything panning out.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why Corey still bartends. I mean, even if right. it's just two nights a week or sometimes it's, you know, three nights a month, yeah. depending on if he has to reschedule for shoots. But that's why it's just so nice to have that extra like, well, if it's dry, at least I can turn and and exactly. look towards this or like pick up extra shifts. I know and, I'll have this. And that's the same yeah. way I feel about my gym is... At least I have those scheduled classes right. because if all of my personal training clients or if all of my cooking clients are gone or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, at least I can lean on that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's that's the hardest part, I think, of the freelance world is scheduling, never consistent schedule, no. never consistent income. Uh, so that's the hardest part. Yeah. I think the best part about it is the support from each other. We both understand each other. We both get exactly what what we're trying to do. Yeah. You know, so there's this mutual Mm -hmm. unconditional support for each other and they're constantly patting you on the back Mm -hmm. and I can pat him on the back. It's pretty great. Yeah, and yeah. they understand, you know, what you have to do, what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to make ends meet. Yeah. And try to make consistent income. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And I think that sometimes you don't get that necessarily when somebody is, is not a freelancer and has never been a freelancer.
0: It's hard to connect and relate when you have no idea. Like, right. there's nothing that you you can try as much as you can, but you'll never know because right. you won't, you're not there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Corey and I, I mean, that's, I think, why our relationship is so successful and so beautiful is because we do 1,000% support each other's arts and our entrepreneurial endeavors or right. whatever <laughs> you may call <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and we talked about this in one of our later episodes is it's okay if he chooses a film shoot over me or it's okay if he chooses his whatever it may be over me and I'm sure you feel the same way with Jordan like if he gets a shoot and it's on a Friday night and I you know like that that's fine if he has to work late that's fine because I support him and I get that and it's it's also support for you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in the back end so exactly well they're only
1: doing it because you know one it's a passion but two in their head like I need to make money. Yeah. Like this is this yeah. is how we make money. So yeah. So I need to take this job. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we there's a an understanding of oh that's cool if you can't do the weekend you know we can't go out on that date on Saturday yeah. we'll figure out another day yeah. we'll
0: go out on a Tuesday yeah why not that is a an, an, a good thing about being a freelancer like today I was able to take a Monday yeah. off and hang out with my girl <laughs> 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 like and I was thinking about that as I was texting. I don't know my dad or Corey or someone like. Oh, we're gonna go to brunch, and it's a Monday. I know. And we're so cool. There was nobody in the restaurant. <laughs> we were yes. able to fight the crowds. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. a good point. and yeah. I'm sure it's it's good for have like having a flexible schedule for your kids too. I mean, oh, you're yeah. so lucky that you don't really need a babysitter. No, because we haven't he, needed many. Yeah, no.
1: yeah. Uh, very very few times it's not very often that we call a babysitter yeah um because he's he's able to schedule and and book things around my schedule and mm-hmm. and we have a, a mutual google calendar mm-hmm. so i can see when he's scheduled things that so if i need to schedule something Corian, i need to do that
0: yeah you do i'm so, i never schedule anything on my phone like you've seen my planner i, I was the same way i, I know jordan kept I know.
1: bugging me uh, to, to get on google calendar yeah and I was the same way. I like to handwrite my I thank do. you. Yeah. It, it gets it in my head more, it and does. I have it on me all the yes. time. Um, but as soon as I did it, became a lot easier. I didn't have to ask him yeah. three times a day. Okay, when, when was that yeah. <laughs> When I was know. that? Was that Thursday or Wednesday? I, know. I could just look and see when it is. And same for him. He can look and see when I'm scheduled to be somewhere. Yeah. It's really nice. And he can't... And he will not book something. Yeah. Or if he needs... If it's a shoot that he really needs... Yeah. He can get a babysitter. Or ask an uncle or ask my mom or, you know, somebody to come in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's... uh, Maybe that'll be my my goal for April (laughs) is to get us... April (laughs) intention. Yes. That is one of my April intentions is (laughs) getting Corey and I on a Google calendar. Um, Yeah. I think... Do you have any advice for anyone maybe who has kids right now and has a, you know, normal 9 to 5 job or someone who has a steady income and wants to kind of move into freelancer? Because I, mm-hmm. I imagine, I don't have kids so I don't know, but I imagine that there is a lot of fear around losing the financial stability oh my and moving into something that is...
1: There are so many, oh, there are just so many... Um judgments that you make on yourself mm. when you have kids.
0: Because you should be
1: doing Exactly. <laughs> it's it's exactly that. It's the yeah. shoulds. It's, um, I should be making a certain ma- amount of money to, to provide for them. Yeah. I should have them in a pre-preschool. Yeah. Pre-pre-preschool. <laughs> <laughs> pre Because that's what Jenny down the block is doing. <laughs> and... And that's what I hear all the moms are doing. They have to be in some sort of social club. Uh, And that's the hardest thing is to get out of the day-to-day judgments. Mm -hmm. You get so bogged down in the weeds of your thoughts that they become suffocating. Oh, yeah. And so what's really helped me in the last few months is stepping back and trying to see the bigger picture of why am I doing all of this? Yeah. Why? Why am I a freelancer? Why am I in dance and not something else that's more consistent or lucrative?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why am I raising kids? How yeah. am I raising my kids?
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing because I'm, <laughs> I'm Instagramming. <laughs>
1: Uh, and if I step back and say, am my kids really being hurt because we're not at a nine-to-five or I'm not at home all the time? Am my kids being hurt because I'm a working mom? Yeah. But if you step back... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, actually, my kids are incredibly happy, and my daughter loves oh, coming to work
0: with me. I'm sure she does. She loves it. Yeah. So, And I've actually, when, when we were visiting you, uh, Corey and I went with the kids to a shoot with Jordan. Yeah. And she also had a blast. Oh, she
1: loves his job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she always tries to get in on some of the the, the photographs. I'm sure. Is it my
0: turn? Yeah. Is it my turn yet? (laughs) And I also, I think, like, how great is that, that you're showing your kids, like, you can be whatever you want, and this is how we make it work. And I know that I struggled with that when I was leaving college was – whoa, I'm not going into something that's stable. And I grew up my entire life assuming I should be doing something that is stable or a nine-to-five. And I remember having this conversation with you. um, I don't remember where we were, but I remember being in the car somewhere (laughs) and thinking, how is this going to work? But I think that's a beautiful thing to teach your kids that, they don't have to there's not a should path no. that they need to go on no and yeah. it
1: does just happen it happens the the success will come mm-hmm. if you keep going if you get so bogged down in your thoughts that you can't you can't hear yourself you can't get out of bed you can't yeah. even push forward you're not going to make it yeah. but if you just do the work if you just try It'll happen. Things do that. Things will start to happen. Yeah. The universe does provide. <laughs> um, but you ha- you do have. There is a a leap of faith yeah. that you have to take. There totally. is that heart chakra working mm-hmm. instead of the the, the brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking over yeah. and needing all all these logical answers. Yeah, you know, you do have to make a a judgment call and be like, okay.
0: Yeah. Let's do a little prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've mentioned to you just in the couple of days that we've been together mm-hmm. about how, wow, when you really lean on the universe and you really put out what you want, it really provides for yeah. you. And um, I have had some changes in my job recently where I felt, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> where, where am I going to get money from? How, how am I going to do this? And when i got the call that my gym was closing and that i was out of norm like a normal scheduled class instantly it was panic yeah and then like from head to toe panic rushed over my body and then the second thing that rushed over my body was it's okay i'm going to believe that when one door opens or closes another one opens and i'm going to i'm going to choose to believe that everything in life happens for a reason and this is just freeing up my schedule for different things to come in right and since that has happened and since I have changed my shift of energy and I have told the universe I believe in you and I know that you're going to support me literally today I was thinking what job am I going to choose like I have a lot of (laughs) options right now and it's like so funny that now I'm now I'm overwhelmed (laughs) now I'm overwhelmed with what do I do and how do I make it all happen um but yeah that is that is so true yeah, the universe does provide it. Man, things
1: happen. And I, I think that I, I am the first person to get really negative and hold on to who I was yesterday mm-hmm. at coming into today. Yeah. I'm... I'm often cynical. I'm more yeah. cynical than I think some of my friends oh, are.
0: Oh, I'm sure there's people listening right now that are being like, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I and public- I'm
1: that that person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I try not to be. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, I'm also... I'm really hard to change. I'm really hard to change. Yeah. And some things that happened in the last year have really tested mm-hmm. whether I practice what I preach, which is mm. being proactive in who you are yeah. and not um reactive yeah. in who you are. You do you say, "Well, that's just who I am." Yeah. Or do you say, "What can I do?" Yeah. to change this. Yeah. <laughs> "How can I be a different person?"
0: Mm-hmm. Or instead of, "Man, everything bad happens to me. Like, how right. could this happen to me? Gosh, I get the worst of luck. My gym is closing and" oh, I could have gone so negative oh, and yeah. said, like, oh, this always happens to me, which is so not true. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny when people, I, that's something that I've been listening to recently, is when people speak negatively on, like, saying, this always happens to me, or, um, I mean, it's just, like, saying the glass is right. half empty yeah. type statements. It's like, well, is it really? Or are you just choosing to only see that? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And not really be aware. These, these tests that keep coming into your life, and I do believe that there's a handful of tests that repeat themselves in your life until mm-hmm. you are aware of them, reflect on them, and mm-hmm. change the pattern. Yeah. But there are certain things that have been happening to me in the, in the general theme Of commitment and trust and things like that. Those things have been happening to me since middle school. Yeah. The same test will come up every few years. Yeah. And a lot of times I repeat my pattern.
0: Yeah. And
1: you have to understand and accept that you are in charge of your life. You are Mm -hmm. in charge of what your life looks like. You are in charge of the energy that you respond to life with. Yeah. Because there are certain things that are out of your control. You didn't ask to be hit by a car, right? Yeah. But you can choose how you respond to getting hit by a car. You can choose your recovery from that. Yes. Um, You didn't, you might not. You can
0: choose to see this as something very, very negative. Or you can choose to see this as how am I going to grow from this? How am I going to learn from this? And your life will look
1: like your choice. Yeah. If you chose something negative, and you chose something blocking. Yeah. And you chose something where you shoved down the the recovery process and you chose to be this negative, stagnant person, your life will look like that. Yeah. If you choose to move forward, if you choose to be positive in your recovery and see the positive, your life will reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of times we don't take enough responsibility for how our life looks.
0: Oh, yeah. I say this, um, I say this to my students in classes a lot. Is your mind is really powerful, and if you say I can't do this, you your can. body won't be able to. Like you have to believe I can do this or I can get there eventually. Yeah, it's so important. What
1: You're- was there was a movie or a show that I was watching. I think with Jordan recently, the opening line was whether you can or you can't. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> whether oh you my say gosh. you can or yes. you can't, you are correct. Yes. You've just decided yes. that you can do this or that you cannot do this. And I was like, "Holy, I don't even have to watch the rest of the movie. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: I'm learned kidding. my lesson." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, I I could talk about this until we're blue in the face <laughs> and then I could keep going um but we must move on but we must for the
1: people Alex <laughs> we must for, move on to
0: keep these people listening to us Corey's gonna be like why am I editing a three-hour <laughs> podcast <laughs> we'll have to what did in I tell you about this tangent train <laughs> that I like to get on <laughs> um so now I'm gonna push you out of your comfort zone even more oh, we're gonna do a quick little fire round <sighs> <God damn> you <laughs> It doesn't have to be one-word answers. Two, three-word answers okay. are okay. 1,500-word answers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yes. If you can't tell by now, Amy was the student who, if you had to write a five-page paper, she would turn a 20-page oh, paper.
1: all the time. <laughs> all the time.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Or she would just hand in papers when she didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. i was thinking about something last night teacher here you go exactly oh my gosh it's so true <laughs> okay fire round here we go what is your dream dance company if someone said here's a job from blank that you would just oops. kid pivot crystal Pike, kid, Pipe, pivot, kid yes. pivot
1: in toronto canada
0: mm. i love you if you're listening <laughs> hire me hire me <laughs> yes that's a good one and if anyone doesn't know who that is
1: Look, Look her
0: it up. up. Life so changing. Good. Life yeah. changing. I'll put a little link. I'll put a little link to that. She is my girl crush. <laughs> um, salty or sweet? Salty. Yeah, I know. I know that. Okay. Don't look at me like I didn't know that. I feel that. like that would have been a
1: surprise answer.
0: <laughs> but the Salty. people listening might not know it's that. It's true. Salty. Salty. <laughs> Which is ironic because you love baking. I know. That's. I guess that's why I thought it was a surprise. <laughs> no, I surprise! know, I know <laughs> Um What would be your signature dance move? Ooh. Like if, you know that like um, a choreographic assignment of, you know, move your name. Yes. But if you had one, you had one move. Anything
1: having to do with a hinge. A, n- oh, hinge. Oh, I thought you were going to say inversion. Uh, you know what? Hinge to inversion. But yeah, I mean, I love inversions, but I love hinges. Yeah. I really, and the, they look good on my body. They do. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's that they, long torso. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why I really like it. I love
0: hinges. Yeah. Yeah. Forward right, and back. <laughs> Um what is your favorite book? And it can be like right now or it could be ever. Oh, you know what book
1: that I always go back to for my love of it is like it's I think it's the first book I must have read as an adult or something. Mm-hmm. It's the Alchemist by oh. Paolo Coelho. Oh, I don't know if I, I think I've heard that's it. how you say his name. I'm that's really okay. <laughs> I apologize if it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, that book I must have just read it as like an adult consciousness was hmm. coming into play cuz I Have such sentimental value towards that book, Mm. yeah. And I've I've read books that I really love after that, but I keep coming back to that book. I love it. How many times have you read it? Like eight. Wow. Yeah, it's a really easy read, though. Yeah, it's short. It's short and it's super easy. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, What is your favorite recipe to make? Hmm. We can do baking and regular if you want. If you can choose. Okay. Okay. So any pie? (laughs) Yes. For baking. Yes. I love baking pies. And now you have. We went to go see Waitress on Friday night, and I bought. And now you have a whole new recipe book. The souvenir recipe book. It's so cute.
1: (laughs) I am so cute. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to bring that home and pies. Listen to
0: the soundtrack. Do you have a favorite pie? pie? This is Key not lime. fire fire round, just K-Len. so you
1: know. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay. didn't I tell you? I'm I was going to turn it, it in.
0: <laughs> I'm doing it too, and I'm like, oh, yeah, turn it in.
1: pie on the sweet. And then? Um, and tuna casserole. That's random. I Because of its sentimental value, my uh. mom used to make it for us when we were going through a very poor uh. single mother period. Yeah. She had a, a repertoire of like four meals that she would make and tuna casserole was one of them. Yeah. So now every time I make it, it's like, I, yeah, it
0: floods back into completely. And I just, I feel like a child. I feel the love of Mm. my mother and all of that. yeah, For sure. Amazing. Um, favorite way to exercise other than dance. Gyrokinesis and gyrotonic favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Look it up. If you haven't also put that in the notes. Um, okay. We are moving on to our last two. What did we say? Uh, subject change. Subject change. <laughs> um, what has made you laugh the most this week? And it could be if it's like a couple days past the week, that's okay too. Okay. Um,
1: so this was last week. This was like last Thursday
0: <laughs>
1: or last Friday um my I was getting ready to go work at the college and Mm -hmm. I was getting very tired of how I was looking I Mm -hmm. was looking tired (laughs) and I was getting tired of looking tired so I had curlers in my hair trying to uh (laughs) build up my my image of myself
0: you know sometimes you have to make the outside look pretty to make the inside look pretty that was definitely that day yeah
1: yeah Um, And I come downstairs, and my husband joking, you know, as as a husband jokes, ooh, are you going to go see your boyfriend? Yeah. Or who are you going to go see? And uh, and my daughter, who's three and a half, was in the kitchen, pokes her head around the corner, and says, what's his name? (laughs) Like, I've been keeping this secret from her I haven't laughed that hard in like a month oh my gosh I that's so cute and I felt and it was super cute and really funny but I also felt a sense of support from her like you go girl what is his name
0: oh that's so funny um will you also wait I gotta get Jude off the table stop Jude I know we'll pet you in a minute Um, can you also tell the story of how, um, your daughter scolded Jordan for drinking his water too fast? Yes. (laughs) So cute. So
1: we, (laughs) uh, we were at the dinner table and Jordan was the last to sit down and he had his big drink of, you know, one third juice and then the rest water because he's a five year old at heart (laughs) and he chugs his drink. He almost finishes it and... My, and my daughter goes, Daddy, <laughs> slow down. Oh,
0: so sweet.
1: You're not, you, you shouldn't drink that, but let me show you. <laughs> she takes her cup, and she has a sippy cup, and she sips out of her sippy cup.
0: <laughs> like that, you have to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So cute. <laughs> um, I think what has made me laugh the most, I mean, I think in the last... Few days we've had a lot of laughing moments, but and I talked about this before, so and I'll probably say it again if you haven't looked it up, you gotta look it up now. um And I'm probably saying his name wrong, so <laughs> I'll put a little link to it. But Tom Segura's stand up on Netflix. There's a top ta- part where he talks about babies, and I was like, I have to show you this because <laughs> you're a mom, and it's really fucking funny. All of it's true. I think we were watching it from our computer, and we were sitting on the floor, and. So but then we just kind of kept watching it. Yeah. It was so funny. He yeah. talks about masturbation, which is also oh, so, so funny. funny.
1: So true. Everything he <laughs> says was That's the truest so... thing. It's one of those it's oh, funny because it's so true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and what has been your <laughs> latest obsession recently? That's what um, latest means is recent. So <laughs> Good one, Alex. You
1: told me that I could say pet peeve. Oh, and yes. I think you
0: can also... We can turn it dark if we want. Into, if we want to turn it...
1: my personal... Per, my persona <laughs> is dark. <laughs> so, let's go there. Um, one of the things that I have been obsessed with thinking about, but it started out as a pet peeve, Yeah, uh, is the way we are ageist, I guess is the most general way yeah. of putting this, is... If you are an older generation, you might underrate or undervalue mm-hmm. a younger generation coming into your your forum. Yeah, um, I felt that being a part timer—I mean, just being a part timer with the full-time faculty—I yeah. feel very isolated. Um, but speaking with people who are twenty years my senior mm-hmm. that have been in this world. Longer than I have. I don't disrespect them. I don't dishonor them or no. their knowledge. But I feel disrespected or as though I couldn't possibly know as yeah. much as they do or or have as much value yeah. as they have. Um, I've definitely had moments where I'm like, why are you talking to me like that? Why do you think that I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these things? Like, you, you're, te- you're talking to me like I don't understand these concepts already. Yeah. Um, but I also know that there's a flip side to that, that younger generations can come in looking to the older generations, like you're irrelevant. Yeah. Why are you you crazy? You know, <laughs> why are you even yeah. here still? Um, and I've been kind of obsessed with this practice of treating think, everybody like yeah. they have value of yeah. some kind. Yeah. And I've even gone as far as like, not even in the professional world. When I'm talking to a group of people, I don't know. I speak to the oldest member. Mm-hmm. I don't speak to the person that I can relate to most. Mm-hmm. So that might be an 80 year old grandmother that, <laughs> yeah. you know, they've put off to the side because she can't walk very well. I talk yeah. to the 80 year old grandmother. She's yeah. been around the longest. Yeah. <laughs> she deserves somebody to be talked, like talked to her. Yeah. Um, or, I'll talk. I'll. I will directly talk to the youngest person, thirteen-year-old, eight-year-old, seven-year-old, and I won't treat them like they're not there. Yeah. So that the sort of ageist mentality that yeah. we can't relate or value everybody's knowledge. Yeah. With, with boundaries. Yeah. If you've proven yourself to be irrelevant or a dumbass, <laughs> then you will be treated as such. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I. I don't know. I don't know if I'm categorized or a millennial. I don't know if you're categorized yeah, as, a, as a millennial. I am the cusp
1: of okay. millennial. Like, I, the changeover starts with me.
0: Yeah. I, f- I, I view people who are, like, now coming into the professional world as millennials. But I guess there's something different. But I think um, the older generation, like maybe our parents' age or mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit younger than our parents, have this connotation that people our age are stereotypic millennials who don't have a sense of work ethic and don't have a respect for them um yeah Yeah. I think it's definitely I mean and I mentioned this earlier as someone who looks about seven to ten years younger than she actually is I get it all the time yes and and when I go into maybe a gym for the first time or see a client for the first time and Also, not to mention that I'm a woman in a gym, which is usually a man's place. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel that way, that people are looking at me, questioning me. Like, how could this young child know what she's talking about or what she's doing? And you're always on the the offensive to prove yourself. And I don't think that
1: ever goes away either. Yeah. I always feel like I'm hyper-proving myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Side note, Corey just I saw our Instagram story and he said, "Oh my God, I'm so proud of you." Hopefully, this is recording and going well. We well. Set up the mics pretty well. Yes, <laughs> that was a challenge. Watch, we're gonna play this back and
1: nothing <laughs> that, recorded. Oh my God, I've
0: literally been thinking about this whole time. Please don't let that happen. I'm like thinking like anytime you say something that's really beautiful, I'm like, "Oh, that was so great." This fucking better be recorded right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, well, my latest obsession is a little bit more on the positive side. I could find something negative to go into, I'm sure, but um, is reconnecting with my morning routine again. Um, for a while there, I don't know why I was going to bed so late, but I wasn't waking up. Yeah, it was like, okay, I'm going to bed so late. I don't want to have extra time in the morning. I want to sleep in for as long as I can, right. just like bounce out the door. Um, but recently I've been reconnecting with waking up and first thing I do is go into the office and do a meditation. And that's been very helpful for me because I also have been feeling, because I have all these new possibilities and jobs and things that I could be doing. I have such a hard time turning off my brain. And even when I'm meditating, it's constantly like refocusing, refocusing, um, and then I come and drink a shit ton of water I take my apple cider actually I take my apple cider vinegar shot first then I go meditate with my water but chug a lot of water make a macho or a something tea um and it's really nice and I don't mean to rub this in your face but it's really nice to have quiet in the morning
1: <laughs> I take that really personally Alex. I'm super offended
0: you chose to have
1: kids <laughs> yeah Take responsibility for the way you look. For the way your life looks, I mean. Yeah. Um,
0: but it's been really nice. And, like, sometimes I'll do a little movement um, before, like, a little stretching or a little, like, cars or can stretch or something. Um, but it's been really nice to reconnect with my morning routine. Yeah.
1: And Man, now I need important. to find an
0: evening routine. Yeah, that's true, too. It's so I feel like it's so much harder in the evening because I can't control when I'm home, mm-hmm. but I can control when I'm awake. Right. So... Um, but I have been pretty good about doing my coconut oil pulling at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's very different.
1: Yeah, but man, they help, right? They really do. I set a, an evening routine a couple months ago um, to try to bring myself back into a space of gratitude mm. um, and positivity. Yeah, and it really helped. And when I've had time, it goes back to the mind. It goes back to so the so powerful. Yeah, it really so is so powerful. And I've, there were, there was a few weeks, (laughs) nine months ago (laughs) that I was waking up before my children. Yeah. And those were, I still look at those like, man, those were the best days of my life. (laughs) (laughs) To have quiet. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. To have time where you're sort of amping up. Yeah. You're revving up for the day. You can hear your own thoughts and you're not just waking up and going and your body is left to sort of catch up. Catch up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to have a bedtime routine and then to wake up and have time for Mm -hmm. your brain to power on. Yeah. Man, that's important. Yeah. But it seems to be the first thing that you push aside when you get busy, right? Why is that? Yeah. Because we're not taking responsibility for the way our life looks. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, well, this has been freaking fabulous. And <laughs> this so has
1: been really fun. So I, wonderful. For my closed
0: I'm throat very, chakra. <laughs> yes, that's what I was just about to say. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and what she, Amy, has. we were talking earlier about how she's been trying to open up her throat chakra more. And as we were sitting down and I was adjusting the mic, she goes, wow, what a great tool this is for practice of <laughs> opening up my throat chakra. This has been so great. Thanks for bombs about this. Knowledge yeah. all over the place. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, I love you more than anything. I love you back, Alex. My dancing soulmate. I love soulmate. you back. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, if, we didn't really talk about your dance company, but if people oh, want to find you on... Yeah. If they want to stalk you on Instagram, yeah. see adorable pictures of your kids yeah, and, and all I'm your not, DIY things. I was, things like, I was and, gonna
1: say I'm not an influencer. Instagram is not my business, so I got I'm a things sharer. Up there. <laughs> I do share my life. Yeah. Um, so at Amy Rhea, A M Y R E A H. Yes. Um, and I think it's public at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I change it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a change of heart and I go yeah. I wanna be private for a little bit. Yeah. Um and then my my dance company that I co co founded Four years ago now, mm-hmm. um, is embark embark dance company so E M B A R K dance theater. <laughs> you just looked
0: at me like it was a question. Like, like, is that <laughs> all you said? <laughs> I have to question myself sometimes. <laughs> um, uh,
1: embark dance theater. Re in the theater, not er at the mm, end. Yeah, yeah, dot yeah. org, and you can if you're if you're interested in looking us up or at Embark yeah.
0: Dance on Instagram. If you want to yeah. throw them a couple dollars to donate, yeah, we will always <laughs> take your money. <laughs> um, and I'm also um, linking Jordan's website because oh, yeah. if you either want to be influenced by beautiful photography true, or you're yeah. looking for a photographer, mm-hmm. he's really fabulous and I think the next time you guys come uh, Jordan's family lives on the east coast I think the yeah. next time you guys come out here we should plug Jordan to do headshots oh, or something yeah. something in in New York when you he's, guys are here. he's visiting. really been wanting
1: to do that is get some shoots yeah um, set up out here I
0: know someone who might be looking for that oh and I think her name is Alex. Yeah.
1: Your, your beautiful face? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All of my headshots are of my, like, long yeah. hair. Um, but also I want some, like, extra fitness stuff. Anywho, yeah. we're wrapping this <laughs> up. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Give us five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, look in the link, the, uh, in the show notes. I'll link Jordan's website. Um. This has been wonderful and fabulous. Love you so much. Thank you so much. Um, If you want a chance to win a free 30-minute health consultation from me, (gasps) rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. If you subscribe, screenshot it, and send me an email to prove it, um, info at dancingginger.com. Or if you rate, review, and subscribe, send me all of those things for an extra chance to win. Also, email info at dancingginger.com. You can find me on Instagram at dancinggingeralex, because I'm a dancer, and I'm a ginger, and my name is Alex. Um, If you want to check out Corey, you can look him up. And I always forget this because he just changed his Instagram title, but it's at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, and I believe it's underscore Lauren, or is it just I think Corey? It's just Lauren, Corey. Undersc- Lauren, there's not an underscore. I don't in think there. there's
1: an underscore.
0: I feel like there's get an the un- phones out. There is an underscore. Oh, oh damn! Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. Well, I'm right. it makes
1: sense <laughs> that you know him better than I do.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I'm right. Oh, my God, I've never had so much pressure in my life. Um, it is Corey underscore Lauren, and that's spelled L O R E N. And if you want to check out his company, it's at Holly Lou Productions. H A L L E L O O. Productions. I always Allelu. get so nervous. <laughs> oh, why did you make your name so hard? Anywho, <laughs> thank you so much. We're wrapping this up. Have a wonderful week and late. we will see you next time. Bye. You want to say bye? Bye. I'm stealing conversation, it's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations all the
1: way across town I'm ET, you can phone me, girl, you know me Only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can